It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sage Advice Radio. I'm your host, Brandon Hauser, the Dream Teacher, clinical hypnotherapist, and psychic spiritual consultant. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas. It's been a beautiful day uh, down here in Texas. The sun was shining. It had a nice little airy, watery, almost mist to it. Uh, and it always gives, when, when I feel that kind of energy in the atmosphere, it always gives me this strange sensation when it's very humid or if it's very foggy. You know, we think of in this realm of spirituality, I'm constantly thinking of things in terms of, you know, energy and and, uh, all different forms, you know, of of matter and energy that we see. When you think about, you know, the world in terms of air, earth, fire, and water, what spiritualists, people that study spiritualism, have come to understand is that the water element, each of the elements kind of relate to a, a, a sensation or a conscious level of thinking or understanding that, you know, connects to each element. And so when you think of water, water really carries a lot of emotional um, feeling and psychic energy. And so it's really interesting to think about even the air that you're breathing in usually has water and it has all kinds of other little molecules in it. But I remember uh, working with this concept of breathing in water. And for those of you, you know, that have studied a little bit about spirituality and your own connections or energy, what have you, um, there's a, a nice uh, experiment out there where they show how you can change water molecules, you know, with thoughts. So maybe in your day-to-day, uh, if you're needing some time to relax or uh, get into a new space, get into a new energy, take a moment to imagine the breath going inside of your body and imagine all the little tiny water molecules that go into the breath that come with it. When you take in a nice deep breath in, think about all those little water molecules and how you can use your consciousness, use your focus to shape and change those little water molecules. For example, you can imagine those water molecules with the energy of gratitude, taking a nice deep breath and 
literally breathe in gratitude. I know just even doing that right now, I immediately sense an opening in crown chakra. I could feel the roots of my energy becoming grounded, and I can feel heart space becoming open. Sometimes it really is as simple as that. Now, think about your communication and the words that you use with other people. When you make those sounds, if you are capable of you know, producing voice and sound, that vibration that gets pushed away from you, you know, you're moving all the little molecules in the air for that sound to travel to the other person's ears. But in that meantime, just take a moment to cleanse that space, especially if it's a very important conversation that you need to have with somebody. Maybe it's, you know, somebody close to you with a family or a friend. Maybe it's someone intimate. Maybe it's a work colleague. Take that time to really kind of cleanse that space around you, especially now during a time of Mercury retrograde when things can be so easily misunderstood or miscommunicated. Take that time to cleanse the space around you and allow for free-flowing information, you know, to be your main goal or your main focus. I have seen many times and experienced it in my own life, people kind of misunderstanding me, what I was trying to say, or sometimes misunderstanding an intention. And oftentimes, you know, the friendship can kind of falter and fall away. The real friendships, you know, the ones that are true, the ones where you see each other at a, a true core, a genuine nature, they'll be the ones that do rebuild themselves back up. I think, you know, for a long time myself, I'll tell you something about myself. I, I shied away a lot from confrontation. For me, it was like, it was this dreaded feeling of uh, I had to debate or conflict with somebody, you know, to either understand or get my point across um, or for them, you know, to, to try and get their point aggressively across to me, what have you. And I would shy away from conflict because I just, you know, I didn't feel secure enough. I didn't feel defined enough in my own space to be like, yeah, I matter. I'm valid. You know, I have my own space. And so once I was able to, come to a clearer definition in myself, I was realizing, okay, you know, I can have uh, opposing viewpoints with people. I can have healthy uh, conflict. And especially it's, it's really conducive when you, you come from a place of no ego. So cleansing that space between yourself and another where you take away any sense of ego, any sense of preconceived notions, you know, that are judgments, really. Judgments are biases that you have on other people. You're able to create a really nice space of complementary or, or co-creative um, interaction where information can really free flow. But sometimes it really can be as simple as just using the breath. The breath really is our, it is like our link and key to every layer and form of consciousness that we really can discover. The breath is that trick. Think about something simple. If you sit here for a moment and you breathe really, really quickly and heavy right at the top of your chest, you know, you're <laughs> you start to create a whole energy in your body. There, there, there's for me, what just happened is a, a, a chill kind of running up my spine. And the moments in which, you know, you feel that kind of energy are moments of deep fear or deep excitement. You can literally supercharge your energy. But on the inverse, if you take a deep breath, breathe in very, very slow in through the nose. And even just holding it for a moment and really feeling that breath in your body and then exhaling. You immediately create a whole shift of your own energy. 
your energy and how you feel is your responsibility. So especially during times of chaos and stress, and even, you know, as the holidays start to slowly approach here, remember that you can create the space. You are in charge of your energy. However other people react is on them, but how you react and how you act is all on you. So just having sometimes that little conscious focus and shifting your, your own energy, your own self, can sometimes make the world of benefit. Speaking of being aware of all these intangible energies, I want to introduce our guest today on the show. Um, we have tarot and divination reader Jennifer. Jennifer has been practicing her studies and still attends school uh, to this day, learning about all sorts of things. So uh, let's take a journey and learn a little bit more about Jennifer. Hey there, Jennifer. Are you there? Hey, yeah, I'm here. Hey. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. So, Thanks for having me. Um, I'd like to, absolutely. I'd like to give a chance for everyone to get to know you a little bit more. So uh, what is it that you do in this uh, spiritual realm of work? Um, well, I read a lot of cards. That's my day job. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but I also, I also kind of, I, I help people with both like their mundane sort of, you know, working out those like, you know, lower chakra kind of um, issues, but I also I also have a few clients that I um, I help them sort of figure out how to support their spiritual expansion as well. Um, I mean, I've I've kind of I've done some of that you know energetic sort of housekeeping, um, you know, clearing out just you know stagnant energy, dense energy in people's homes. Um, I've kind of, I've kind of, I've kind of dipped my my toe in a few different rivers, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, par for the course, right? When you're kind of exploring and, and coming to know different parts of yourself, how you connect, uh, you know, there is a, a a definite exploration into all sorts of different things. And quite honestly, you know, I think um, many uh, spiritual practitioners will say have at least, uh, you know, one or two different tools or things that they can use in order to be able to do their connections. So um, you use tarot, okay. is that correct? Yeah, the tarot is kind of my first love. The tarot has been with me my whole, my whole evolution so far. So it's definitely... And it's, it's, how, it's, go ahead. <laughs> um, oh, I was how long have you... <laughs> we have like a little a little delay here <laughs> so keep oh, no. up a little bit go ahead get your thought out because I have plenty more oh, questions for you um well I was just gonna say that the tarot is definitely my first love it's it's um it's been with me so far you know like my my whole uh spiritual journey at least at least for the last um 11 or 12 so years and, um, and it just, it seems like, it seems like with most other tools that I learned, there's always some kind of limit, but with the tarot, it just, my understanding and like relationship with the cards just continues to deepen. Um, and I love it. It's, it's my favorite thing. So that's something I, I want to talk about just a moment. You say your relationship with the cards. What exactly do you mean? I mean, um, 
just like everything around us, you know, the, the cards have their own kind of sentience to them. And, you know, on the shallow end, you know, when you're learning the archetypes and things, you know, you're learning the personalities of different cards, especially if you have people on your cards. Um, I have several different decks, but, um, you know, they all, they all kind of have their own personalities and their own kind of events and energies and things that they show up for. Um, you know, almost in the same way that, you know, depending on what kind of party you're throwing, different people will show up. <laughs> so, right. Right. you know, the more, the more I kind of, the, the, the deeper I get into the language of the tarot and the, the more I learn about, you know, the, the energies of the different cards and when they show up and how they interact with each other and, and, sometimes even getting completely new messages off of them that I've never gotten before, you know, the, the, there's definitely, it's kind of like having a friend in a bag in my pocket, you know, or Mm -hmm. maybe like a whole collection of them. So um, I would say, I would say a relationship with them kind of in the same way that, you know, maybe like if, the characters in a story or the characters in a book could uh, speak to you or share things with you. Um, kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. Totally makes sense. And especially if you, you use them frequently, you kind of see the moments when they come up, either if you're doing a reading for yourself, right. Or, or reading with other people, you really start to see, mm-hmm. um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, like all of a sudden, you know, you see the, the uh, we'll say page of wands. You know, and they come up at certain times. You're like, oh, there's that page again. You know, and understanding yeah. the the context in which he comes in. It's like, whoa, That's what girl, I think. get off the tender hay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sorry, Is I'm there a lot of pages on there? <laughs> oh gosh, so many, so many. <laughs> I feel like that's probably true. You know, a lot of <clears throat> adept people that are just kind of just learning to navigate the realms and uh, not really sure of what they're doing emotionally connecting with other people. That's what I imagine the whole online dating to be. (laughs) It's, it's like a meat market of people who are immature and they don't know it, (laughs) but that's okay. I'm not going to hate too bad because I think we've all been there sometime or another. Absolutely. And you know, it's a learning process, isn't it? Really, it really is. learning how to be in relationships, it's it's something that does come with time. You're not going to just be a master at it. We're learning about right. it every single day. Right. And and the thing too is like, you know, the, the, I know I liked your joke about pages because, you know, like, like those of us who read the tarot, you know, like we like to kind of chuckle at a page, but at the same time, you know, pages go on to be kings and queens. So it, it really is, you know, that card always, like um, the pages, they always show up for me uh, at the beginning of, of a very solid growth pattern. And it's easy for me to see uh, where someone has a lot of momentum in their path if, if I've got a page for them. Okay, that's cool. So yeah, definitely, yeah. you know, you see the patterns, you, you pay attention to that. And there is a relationship with the cards. I love yeah. that. So how long have you been doing this kind of work? Um, I would say professionally full-time I've been doing this for three years, but I, um, I've been reading tarot for other people 
Um, probably close to six years. Wow. Just sort of that, like, kind of like uh, six years for you know sharing and also doing you know paid readings, but um, but professionally full time, I've been doing it for three years. I've had a few little small side gigs aside from that, but it's been kind of my main my main uh, profession for three years. Yeah, awesome. And when did you first know that you had these kind of abilities, you know, to be able to connect and use tarot or other tools? When did you kind of first know um, that you could do this? Um, well, as a kid, I had, a un- I had an ungrounded channel, um, but I had no idea what that was. Um, but as far as being able to actually see, um, see and have, you know, actually in- insightful responses to other people, Um, probably, probably when I was a teenager in my early twenties, I have a lot of heavy Aries. So I'm really good at things like strategy and, and I like to figure out, you know, past puzzles, I call them sometimes. Um, uh, so, and, and when I'm not emotionally attached to an issue, especially like, you know, when it comes to like friends talking to me about relationships or clients talking to me about relationships, it's easy for me to, um, you know, kind of be like, hey, you know, well, that's a red flag, or I feel like that's going to not jive with you on the long term, or this is a fantastic match, do that, go on that date, you know, so, um, and I mean, not to, not to reduce it to just, you know, a lot of love readings, but that is kind of par for the course in this business, it is going to be probably, you know, one of our main topics, and so it really is kind of, practical to get used, you know, used to that and, and, um, and good at that because in, in this day and age, a lot of people have really damaged sort of, I call them energetic connector pieces and Mm -hmm. it can be, it can, it can really make or break the way you feel about your life depending on, you know, where your romantic connections are or are not and how secure you are in yourself and your choices and the people around you and that sort of thing. So, you know, we can chuckle all we want about, you know, love reading after love reading after love reading, you know, like mm-hmm. page, of, page of wands and kings of swords and all of that jazz. But at the end of the day, like it really does matter, uh, you know, that, that we really feel good about who we're with and where we're going in life you know, whether it's alone or with another person. So, you know, interconnected beings and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, they're they're kind of all over the place. Um, Yeah. So you are in some kind of schooling still at this time, right? Right. So what is this school about? I believe you called it a mystery school. Tell our listeners, like, Kind of what that is and, and what you do in some kind of uh, school like this um it's a theosophy based mystery school so um you know there's a but it's it's also uh like its main its main thing is about applied metaphysics so um i'm pretty new there um even though i've known some of the people who go there for quite some time and i've been aware of them for a while i've been i moved away um for 4 years and so when i came back i kind of just sort of I, I just sort of jumped in um and and they're really amazing um 
uh, right now I'm in a metaphysical tools class. And while most of it isn't something that's like super new to me, uh, you know, like we said before, you know, there's always something new to learn. And I think, um, I think I've also kind of figured out, you know, who I probably will learn best from, um, mm-hmm. in that setting. And, and I've kind of figured out whose classes I want to take and, um, and it's, uh, it's really interesting getting to know some of them, uh, cause some of them have, have been there, uh, since it was kind of glamorous in the, the seventies. Um, mm-hmm. and so they've been growing all of this knowledge and practice and, um, and on the surface, it just seems like a, a bunch of very, you know, wise, older ladies getting together to kind of do the Sunday brunch thing. But what it really Mm -hmm. is, is like a lot of very wise older ladies who have a lot to teach and are, are, uh, they seem really excited to teach it. And, and I think that that's really incredible. And they've really, they've really fostered the community, uh, the metaphysical community in my town. Um, in a, in a, in an amazing way since an era of, of deep, deep religion, this is the buckle of the Bible belt. So it's, it's really an incredible accomplishment that they've stuck it out this long and they get to see kind of the beginnings of the, the collective awakening. And I I think it's really, it's really amazing. Yeah. That's gotta be awesome to be around. I I think anytime that you have, a, a gathering of people that are just, you know, very knowledgeable in what they've gone through, their experiences, their own study, their own wisdom that has either been passed down. Uh, that's an invaluable source, I think. Um, and and a, a kind of energy or place that you really can learn from, no matter how much you think you know or how much you've studied. I, at least me personally, you know, I always respect my elders and always feel that there is something that can be learned. Even people that are younger than me as well, you know, I I don't think it's specifically an age thing, but I do know that, um, you know, that's something I was taught when I was younger, you know, make sure you respect your elders, respect those that are around you. Me too. Um, But I feel feel exactly the same about that. Yeah. There's always something uh, to learn from any. One of them was actually one of my high school science teachers. Really? (laughs) Yeah, and it's wow. really uh, it's really amazing to kind of have a take two in a class that I actually want to take now. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're actually interested in the material. What's going on there? I mean, That's I was pretty interested cool. anyway, but I uh, I I'm I just I I keep every time I think about that, I think it's kind of funny and I kind of giggle about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, man, cool. who knew? that the teacher who taught me how to watch the trees and I could actually, after I took her science class, um, I, uh, I, I, she taught us how to watch the trees and I don't know if any of my other classmates had any kind of like lingering takeaway or not. I can't speak for them, but, mm-hmm. um, I could probably pull some cards on it, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, it was, it was kind of amazing. Um, a few years later, I kind of, I caught myself just kind of sitting outside watching the trees, uh, open up in the spring. And I was like, Oh dang, I learned that in her science class. And now I'm like, Oh, Hey, she get, I get to take her classes again. This is great. 
that's pretty cool. It seems like you have, you know, a lot of value in that perspective. And I think that's invaluable, really. I mean, you can't get uh, much better than that. I think we have so many teachers that we don't even realize, even, you know, in our youth, uh, people that have far deeper uh, knowledge and wisdom, you know, that we didn't even know. So I think it's always important, you know, ask your questions, ask around, see who's around you. Um, Yeah. Just be aware because there could be people, you know, it could be the the gas station attendant, you know, it could be the post uh, post person, it could be anybody, you know, that you could get some kind of information or understanding or something that you just needed to hear that day. There's a learning moment everywhere you go. Exactly. 100%. Now, you had mentioned something. I want to make sure that the listeners understand this. Perhaps they may feel something similar in themselves. You said something about an ungrounded channel. What exactly mm-hmm. is that? Well, um, so ungrounded channel. Um, for people who, um, and it doesn't matter if their gifts kind of come online when they're a kid or if it's when they're older, Um, But a channel um, is basically, I mean, I'm sure you know what a channel is, but for everyone else's benefit, um, a channel is um, (coughs) where you energetically can receive messages from uh, unbodied beings, where you can receive maybe uh, premonitions, clairvoyance, and and communications from, you know, uh, the other side or from wherever. and uh, when it's not grounded, um, when it's not grounded and you're not in control of it, um, it can it can really, I think a lot of people experience it in the way of like maybe intrusive thoughts, especially if they're pictures with like really strong visualization. Um, mm-hmm. People who maybe, uh, you know, they hear, they'll, they'll be... Um, uh, maybe overwhelmed, like sensory overwhelm in, in groups or uh, without any kind of reason to be, uh, either either one. Um, if people might experience the ungrounded channel in the form of uh, probably nightmares um, or that sort of thing, or uh, like interference when they're astral traveling, if they're doing that, but they don't have control over their channel. Um, I think most of us who have at least probably a partially decalcified pineal gland probably um, can channel, but it's really important to be in control of it um, because if you're not and it's not grounded and you can't kind of, you know, turn your energetic walkie-talkie on and off at will, then you know, anybody can dial up your number, pick up the phone on the other side, so to speak. So um, I, I, I really like the, the straw theory where um, other people talk about a channel as though it's like a drinking straw. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, it's, you know, you don't want to just leave it laying around, right, for anybody to put their mouth on. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you could also, I've also used the analogy of, um, you know, the tin can telephone that like kids of bygone era made with their neighbor friends, you know, um, that's not something you want to leave the other end of laying around. Um, you want to know who's on the other end. You want to know who's got a string into your bedroom window. You know what I mean? So, uh, because, because, um, your, your mental space 
is, is really just as sacred as all of the rest of your, your energetic parts. So, um, and it really can be disruptive if your channel is ungrounded. So if you are, you know, if somebody is, um, you know, maybe experimenting with contacting, say, deities or, you know, just using a spirit board for fun or something like that, I never want to steer people away from like that, that spiritual exploration but it's definitely mm-hmm. important to, to do things to keep that channel grounded and, and to be in control of, of who's communicating with you because if they can basically jump in that tunnel into your head, then that's kind of a fast track to entity attachments and, and uh, you know, low or high key possession. So it's right. pretty important to be it's in a- control of that. Yeah, it's such a weird thing to think about, like some entity or someone else kind of taking control over maybe it's you or your your body or your mind or mental state or whatever it is. It's such a strange sensation, I think. You know, right away when you think of like possession, automatically, you know, my mind goes like to the exorcist, right? To like scary movies. Which is so dramatic. It's so dramatic. It's very, very dramatic. I saw that movie when I was very young, and it shook me to my core. To me, you know, it's still one of the scariest movies that I've ever seen. Um, I don't watch I stuff think, like that on purpose. Yeah, it, it really does something to you. <laughs> it, it really does. It puts you in that strange, strange state. Um, yeah. I will say... I saw, what did I see recently? I saw that movie, The Joker, the new came out. And that one put me in a really weird state as well. It wasn't particularly scary, but it was talking a lot about like mental health um, and a, a lot of the the issues, you know, that can plague a person if they're not unwell and what happens when a society, you know, doesn't treat them in a way that allows them to get healing. Um, and that definitely affected yeah. me, I think, you know, because I, I, I resonate with the energy of healing and helping others. Um, wherever I can and wherever I'm equipped to do so, but that hit me I much differently than like something like a scary movie. What was that? Oh, I, I fell into this healing myself, and then it, it just seems to be the circular thing now, where uh, you know, no matter what kind of things I'm really answering for people or helping other people with, it seems that it always kind of feeds my own healing, and my healing makes mm-hmm. me be you know, I don't know. I don't want to say like get better at what I do, but maybe like have more to offer the people who ask for my help. So it's it's funny you bring that up because I've, I've seen the Joker be associated with um, like basically what, what, what we call like shaman sickness or uh, you know, what, um, oh, there was a story about, uh, it was amazing. This, uh, this African healer, he was also a psychologist and he came to the United States and uh, walked through a mental hospital and was like, wow, you, you really are just like throwing your healers away. And, um, and he started talking about what, his, what they do in his tradition to uh, heal people um, who have, who basically, basically he helps these people bring themselves back into alignment. He doesn't mm-hmm. fix them because he doesn't recognize them as like broken the way our society does. 
he recognizes mm-hmm. them as gifted and just, you know, not needing support to be able to basically wield that gift. And I think that, um, I think that can also definitely be um, probably in the same vein as, as what I call an ungrounded channel. Um, because, you know, if it's not grounded, it's not, you know, brought into alignment. If you're not in control of it, then, then whatever gift you have will, will definitely show up that way. I know that's probably a controversial opinion. Um, and I'm certainly not equipped the way, the way that particular doctor was. Uh, I don't, I don't have all of the answers for that, but (laughs) But I find it really fascinating that they're associating the Joker with that. And, and I, it's, it's definitely produced some good mind chaw for me. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, anything that can get you into that state of thinking about things differently, um, you know, and shift your perspective, expand your consciousness, uh, it's always mm-hmm. something beneficial, I think. And however you use it in your own life, you know, that, that's, that's on you and, and what you get to decide to do with it. So... Over the time, you know, between when you discovered your abilities and now, how have these abilities evolved over time? Maybe with your school or just practicing more and more. What have you seen change for your own self? Well, school's a pretty new thing. I've I've pretty much uh, come as far as I can go on my own. Probably. I mean, I'm sure there's always there's always more books to read. There's always more, you know. If, experiments to make by yourself but I think at a certain point it really becomes important to learn collectively and that's kind of the that's kind of the point that I've come to where it's important for me to engage with others in a learning setting and I'm really blessed that I have that ability to do that um but I would say uh I'm not really sure exactly what kind of answer you're looking for as far as like how things evolved I really just find that the the more I serve uh, my own personal healing, um, the more the more I kind of expand as a byproduct. Um, I mean, there's definitely some different practices and and uh, habits and rituals that I kind of jump on and off the wagon of that that certainly uh, help and support that. But I think I think ultimately it really comes down to um, you know, healing and focus is really what kind of definitely gets my expansion moving. Yeah, absolutely. And wherever I you can find sometimes. that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I, I, I also, when I lived in Portland, um, I basically turned my, my apartment into a yoga studio. I was working all the time. Um, you know, at home shuffling cards and I've got a little kid. So, um, you know, it was basically, you know, shuffle kids, do some chores, go to bed. And so I really needed to incorporate like just something that, that built my batteries back up besides just sleeping. (laughs) So I, uh, I chucked like most of my furniture. I ditched a whole bunch of the stuff in my <laughs> house <laughs> so that so that I didn't have like a thousand chores looking me in the face while I'm trying to do something, you know. <laughs> right. And then um and then I, I uh a friend actually got me 
Azafu and I started I started it was like it was like my casual seat while I was sitting at my at a low low top table that I sat on the floor to work at um, and then it also was like a yoga bolster and it was also my meditation seat and then I got my daughter one too and um, and did you know that those are expensive to check on an airplane <laughs> really yeah, well, they're heavy. So, um, and so I just uh, like I started incorporating like restorative yoga into like my work schedule. I just feel like well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stick my feet up this wall and like work out my back while I while I wait for some calls to come through. And you know what? It it actually really helps me a lot in a in a lot of ways that I'm not sure how to explain. <laughs> Well, everything is kind of connected, right? You know, our body, our energy, our mental space, it's like all connected. Even us, even all of us, you know, yeah. on some kind of Yeah, I mean, we're same. all a piece of the same energy for sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, my daughter awesome. filled well, up all of that empty space with joy because she could run around in the house. And I was like, okay, I can I love that. Little kids can really yeah. do that. They can take up a whole space, can't they? She can fill up all the space with sound, and then she fills it up with herself. She's such a tiny human, and I don't know how she manages to do all of that, but she does it all. <laughs> <laughs> Big soul. Big soul. Big all right, well, I want to shift too. gears. <laughs> I want to shift gears here a little bit and kind of focus uh, on the cars that are waiting patiently here on the switchboard. Um, but before okay. I do, I'd like to learn and tell them a little bit about how you connect with them. Like, what's the, the procedure? So if you could maybe describe a little bit of the process and how you connect with clients. Is there a procedure? Is there a ritual that you partake in, you know, to be sure that you're connected with them? What does that kind of situation uh, look like? Um, well, I mean, when I sit down, um, before I even called you and usually before, you know, I log in or before I'm, you know, connecting with clients, otherwise I, um, I always kind of ground myself when I sit down, I don't really apply a whole lot of like pomp and circumstance to it. Cause I don't, I don't feel like it has to be like that. Um, but you know, I burn a little sage, I spray a little something, you know, I get, I've been sitting here shuffling my cards the whole time. So my cards are nice and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I sit next to a, a couple big pieces of selenite. I've got three pieces of selenite on my desk right now, close to my right hand. You know, the left hand takes the messages, the right hand gives them, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, uh, so, you know, I've got, I've got that kind of going on. And, um, and as far as like when I'm connecting individually, um, I'm a pretty powerful visualizer. I think in pictures already. So, you know, photographic memory kind of lends itself really easily to this. And, um, and so when I'm connecting with people, especially from a distance, because that's what I've really spent the last few years getting good at. Um, Because, you know, when you're in person, it's easy to like handle another person's energy. They're sitting right there. You know, you're basically sitting in each other's auras, but when they're Mm -hmm. at a distance, you know, you kind of have to get creative. And so usually, you know, when random anonymous customer, you know, or client is contacting me, um, I, uh, I sort of have this mental, like, uh, like sort of cloud of electricity that I surf to find their, 
<laughs> to find their energy. Uh, and sometimes I like if they're if they're chat clients, like I'll I'll read their question out loud just to kind of vibrationally match it. Um, I've got a I've got a few different little techniques for connecting. Um, but they definitely took a little trial and error. Uh, the distancing took took me a minute to really hammer that out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There, there's a whole missing piece, you know, to the element of reading when you do connect at a distance because it allows you. I like it. I like it too. I think it's honestly really great because in, in my experience, uh, at least from my perspective, and maybe any of the callers that are listening in, um, that will be on the line can shed some light on their perception as well. To me, I, I feel like it offers good. a whole layer of validation that you know you guys are at a distance. We don't we don't know uh, you know your environment. We don't know anything personal about you. But yet, when we tap in, things just kind of come out. And and for me, it's like that added layer what? of validation what? that being at a distance, you know, people can connect. So it, yeah. it's, it's a whole, I think, a, a, a whole other beautiful layer. And I think what's really important is that you do identify how, you know, you are making that connection. You know, for you, you, you feel that kind of electric cloud. You, you can navigate it a little bit. You feel yourself within it. Um, and then you start receiving visuals on top of the aid of tarot, right? Like you're getting kind of all these yeah. message units at once. Yeah, they. I mean, and and I kind of get sort of messages from the cards that that all all almost always go like above and beyond their regular, you know, kind of stock flashcard meanings. Um, I mean, sometimes that's really all there is to it, and then sometimes there's a whole lot of juice behind all of that, and it really just depends on what kind of time we have. Um, right. Because I can just kind of keep peeling back the layers on the same like three to five card spread. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and or, you know, like pull an oracle card and now suddenly all of them are, are, are kind of interacting a little differently, too. So, um, but yeah, yeah, so I, your... I'm pretty interested in, in their feedback on that, too. I also think that it, it kind of offers us like a, you know, for us who, for those of us who are doing those readings, I think that the distance almost kind of is like a, it's like an energetic buffer. You know, we handle everybody, like so many people's feelings and big thoughts and, and, you know, we're really like handling a lot of people's really big problems sometimes. And I think that when you're, when you're really like getting into it with a whole lot of people, um, which it can definitely be like that sometimes, you know, it kind of, it kind of gives us a buffer so that, you know, like we can still kind of get up and walk away from work and, and not feel um, like we're carrying everybody else's feelings around. But then also, you know, our clients don't have to worry about, oh God, did I just like blast them and get all of that all over them? I'm like, now I've got another thing to feel guilty about. You know, it's it's like, I I like for people to not walk away from readings with me feeling like that too. So I really love the distance thing. Yeah, that's good. There's a healthy buffer, like you said. I like that. So uh, for those that are listening in, what is your specialty? Is there anything that you kind of specifically more uh, like working with or feel skilled at in helping clients? Um, I really 
enjoy doing path maps if we're doing shallow and stuff, which is where I really like to keep it when other people are listening. And it, I mean, because this is somewhat public. So um, shadow right. work is definitely a thing um, that I like to do with my private one-on-one -on -one clients because uh, really, you know, a lot of us experience, you know, dense energy and, and the way uh, we call it, you know, different spiritual blocks or, you know, chakra blockages or things like that. But a lot of it really is just things that we're carrying around from our childhoods, from, you know, uh, inherited traumas, past life things. And, um, and that's where, that's where my, uh, my good private stuff is, is really good. Hold on for just one second before we get started sure with, uh, with who, with the folks who are waiting, if you give me like 30 seconds, I'm going to sure. make sure my kid is occupied for the last 45 minutes. <laughs> sure. No problem. So okay. everyone that's listening in, thank you for waiting here. Um, what we're going to do is when I bring you on, I'm going to bring you on through uh, your area code and then I'll call you out, ask your name, where you're calling from, and then you'll be able to come on and Oh, I can hear her in the background. <laughs> this is the the parent life, right? <clears throat> we all have to balance our, our work, our home life, and everything. Um, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll bring you each on. If we could keep our questions away from any kind of uh, legal or medical questions for today, um, neither of us are, are uh, licensed practitioners uh, of the healing or litigation art, so uh, we will keep that as simple as we can. So just, oh, okay. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. You can probably hear all of that. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that's what working from home looks like. I just want to exactly. let everyone know I'm also a real person. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beautiful point. Like, we are not these you know, random, uh, wearing robe monks, although some people may be monks, you know, they may wear robes, what have you. Um, you know, we're real people. We, we go about this every single day in our everyday life. Um, it doesn't just, you know, disappear when we're off air or we're not signed in to work or taking clients. You know, this is something that happens all day, every day. Do you, let me ask you, you know, and maybe for those that are interested, does your child see, you know, what you do or recognize in some way um, the the cards or anything of a spiritual nature? Do you teach um, your child anything about this? Um, I mean, I teach her things in a pretty mundane way. You know, she's got a rock collection and when it's nice outside, uh, which is for only about five minutes at a time in Alabama. <laughs> um, but, oh, that's a joke. But um, it's just it's hot in the summer god I did not miss that um <laughs> but you know when we're when it's nice outside you know like we uh you know we collect little flowers and things from outside and um and you know we talk about uh uh animals my boyfriend has two cats and so um I've kind of talked with her about you know the magic of cats and uh and uh, we like to say around here that we have the favor of best sets because the kids, <laughs> like, they're like the two best cats ever. Um, 
And uh, it's so I, I teach her in a kind of mundane way. She's interested in the cards, but she also mm-hmm. knows that if she touches them, she gets in trouble. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, she's asked sure. for her own. And so I've been kind of, I've been kind of uh, looking around for a good first deck for her because I feel like if I get her the right one, if she's been asking, then that means mm-hmm. that she's into it. But I want to get her the right first deck. I haven't quite figured out which one I want to get yet. So Yeah, that feels like totally an important thing to explore. On. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's been a few guests that have seen all sorts of decks, so... Um, I, I know that there are, gosh, there are plenty out there. Uh, I've seen all sorts of fairs ones. Is there kids' decks? Wow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's... There's. I try to stay away from. I mean, not to not to you know talk any mess or anything, but I try to stay away from Doreen Virtue, even though she's got a really great uh, kids' fairy deck. I just, I've, I've, I'm just kind of. Eh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, we talked about this on my previous show about, um, you know, all the stuff that was coming out with Doreen Virtue, and now she's gone through this whole change of heart and change of perspective. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, but I could see why you you kind of stay away from that. And if it works for yeah. other people, then that's great. Um, yeah, actually, you know, I love her Archangel deck and. I keep going back and forth about getting it. And then I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll find another one that I like. And I haven't found another one that's quite as in depth and thorough. And so I had this wild idea that I might make my own, but I've got maybe three other decks in my head first before, (laughs) before I start doing that one. Well, there's no time like the present, right? (laughs) Right. So, so, yeah. Um, Uh, we're going to switch our gears here towards our switchboard again. Thank you all for holding so patiently. Um, We'll be bringing you on. I just have one more question for you before we do. What is your ultimate goal in working with clients? What do you want them to walk away from a session with you with? Um, Well, I mean, so, you know, maybe that whole mom thing does kind of permeate into, uh, into my workflow. I think ultimately, Ultimately, I would like to see, you know, especially my long-term clients, um, but, but really most of them uh, kind of walk away from working with me really like kind of in their own power and, and feeling more secure in themselves and like having some good, you know, tools and, and ideas of, of how to help themselves in certain situations and really just, you know, um, come and seek me out when you're, when you're needing a resource for, you know, maybe some good ideas for moving forward. Um, and, and I always know when I've hit that point with someone, uh, when we've been working together for a while and I don't hear from them for a bit and then they come and just pop up out of nowhere and they're like, Hey, I'm doing really <laughs> great. And I just wanted to jump in here and ask you a quick question and I'm like, hey, well, it's great to see you. I'm glad you're doing awesome. Like, the, that is really rewarding for me. So it's like I've, I've always got, like, my personal goals and all of that. But uh, when I've got someone who, who, you know, goes from being a regular to an occasional, like, you know, popping in and letting me know that they're doing really great um, and they just, you know, are kind of 
getting a little bit of juice to move forward with, you know, I, those are, that's my favorite. That's awesome. And it really is definitely something, you know, that is rewarding. All right. So for those of you that are listening in, um, if you're tuned in online, be sure to call in to have a chance to receive a reading here. Uh, the number is 347-308-8788. If you are wanting a reading, go ahead and press 1 on your keyboard um, or on your phone. Uh, if not, uh, and you're just listening in, absolutely no problem. You can tune in and listen in, um, and you can hang out in the queue. All right, so before we take on our uh, first call, everybody just allow yourself just a moment. If you have the space and ability to do so, close your eyes. We're going to take in a nice deep breath together to kind of ground all of our energy. So go ahead, close your eyes, take in a nice deep breath through the nose. Hold the breath briefly. And exhale, allowing your energy to become grounded and present right here, right now. Beautiful. All right. So again, just a reminder, we're not going to do any legal or medical questions. Um, and if we do dive into some kind of aspect of shadow work, which could be entirely um, possible, um, let's allow time you know, for other calls to get in um, and just focus on the questions at hand. So again, thank you all for patiently holding. We're going to go to, go to our first caller here. That is going to be area code 954. 954, thank you for holding. You are live and on the air. Please tell us your name where we're calling from today. Yes, hi. My name is Sharon. I'm, I'm calling from New York. Hi. Hi there, Sharon. Hi. How, How are, are you? you? <laughs> good, um, good. I, was just, I was just wondering if you see relationship uh Coming this year or next year or not at all. I can look into that. I can look into that. <laughs> okay. I rarely ever see anyone who doesn't have some kind of a connection, um, kind of close to their past. It's just connecting it. That sometimes is a little tricky, but let me see what I got. Okay, so I definitely do, and that, uh, so you've got somebody there, um, and the, I'm seeing the path to that person more than I'm seeing that person, but I might, I might catch that person in just a second. Um, so your path to that person is really going to be kind of initiated and sparked by um, just kind of not psyching yourself out about there not being a person. That might seem like a really obvious answer based on the way you asked that question, but there is a person. And I'm seeing that you really, you really tell yourself sometimes and maybe might make jokes about it to, to, you know, girlfriends or something that there's nobody out there and there's, you know, not a fish in the sea for you, so to speak, but there is. So, and when you, um, when you when you kind of reword some of some of that and and kind of it's 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 really for this it's really more of um this is very much kind of in the vein of like manifesting more than it's more than it's a shadow work thing it's really more about just kind of minding what you say and sort of rewording how those thoughts go um because there is someone for you i'm going to see if i can see them but if you bring your languaging into alignment there yeah, so I've got the Empress here, um, and where there is the Empress, there is always the Emperor. 
So you have somebody who is probably at some point uh, actively pursued you and have rejected. You might be seeing them pop back up again uh, when you maybe bring that that languaging more into alignment there. So if you, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's not even going to be somebody new. This is already someone you know. Somebody oh, you've passed yeah. up before. Somebody you've passed up before. Somebody who's actually actively pursued you. And you, uh, turn, you know, turn them down for whatever reason. They're going to pop back up. And you might see them in a different light if you're not talking yourself out of connecting with someone. And, and a lot of times, too, it, you know, there's, there's go to different places, do different things. But here is really just say a different thing and mean it. Say a different thing. I've really got that big time, big time here. Say a different thing. Because you absolutely have uh, those connector pieces I talked about earlier. Yours are very much uh, inviting of connection. They're not, um, they're not like really aggressive and reaching, but they're very inviting um, and, and feel pretty healthy. Um, so it's really just not talking yourself out of it. Don't talk yourself out of it. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, I want to add here, Sarah, and, you know, things that I'm picking up. And I love that, that Jennifer was pulling this whole emperor energy because the energy of the person that I feel, I feel like they're, they're kind of communicative and maybe even on the same notion, stoic in their emotions. What spirit keeps showing me is that there is emotional conversation. And I do feel a similar sentiment that you probably have met this person already because there is that shared emotional communication between the two of you. And something about it just feels rather secure. I feel their energy being in, in a firm kind of, stable place in their own selves. And the other key, my other thing I keep feeling with you, Sharon, is that I don't know why, but it feels like just now, just recently, you've been able to overcome whatever kind of heartache or breakdown of a past relationship that had happened. It feels like just now you're finally stepping into that, that shifted perspective. And it feels like you had to go through those experiences in order to get to this next one that does finally feel like somebody who is emotionally stable, somebody who can mm-hmm. communicate, you know, about what they're feeling, their emotions and, and give you that sense of communication because it feels like before you didn't have that. And I feel like there's probably a lot of confusions or maybe even misunderstandings in that past connection. And this one finally feels, I don't know, it feels just stable and secure and in an emotional context and I feel like that's going to be the key here is that emotional stability that you get to have in this connection with this person Um, I do feel that you're likely to probably run into one another and connect nearer it feels like nearer the end of December um, because what spirit keeps showing me is that there's some kind of social pleasantry within the remainder of 2019 and then kind of full-blown communication and things opening up within uh, the beginning of next year. So it feels like the connection is almost right around the corner uh, for you. And I feel like you've kind of been waiting for a while and it's great that you've been patient, but I think that you had to overcome whatever had happened in that last relationship and and to get to this perspective that you're at now, because you do feel a Mm -hmm. sense of, I feel you being more 
defined in yourself. You feel more solid in in your definitions, in your energy. And so, therefore, you're not going to compromise, you know, for something that gives you less than uh, your own self. So it feels like what's coming next is finally, I, I can almost hear this, like, sigh of relief, like, oh, finally, somebody who's secure in themselves, my goodness. Um, so it feels like, you know, that kind of, that kind of oh, energy. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying you jumped in there with the, with the security and I, I pulled the world and I also pulled the four of wands and the world in this, this particular deck, I'm using shadow scapes if anyone's curious, but um, uh, the world in this deck, even though, you know, it's a woman, um, it definitely has that, uh, that sort of wintery sort of Yule kind of feel. It's got, you know, like I, I almost could put like a, a green man in it. Um, and then I've got the four of wands, which is like a really good social, like happy social card. But then I also have the nine of wands here, which suggests that one of you is probably going to be a little bit defensive when you do run into each other, because all of, all of that, what you said really resonated with what I was kind of starting to see for that too. But this nine of wands, I've got a little defensive energy, but, but understand there's, there's a friendship between you that is definitely going to spark where it might not have been before and it's going to definitely be supported by the other people around you and that encouragement is going to probably warm both of you up to the idea of that and and I think that defensiveness might be very fleeting (laughs) it might be a very easy vibration to chase off Hmm. maybe that's just a New York thing you're going to be like oh (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) probably I've got this feeling of, oh, it's you. Like, I think you're, I think, I think you in particular, I think you're going to be definitely thinking of this person. Like when you're going to realize who it is pretty quick and you're going to be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sure I'll be like, forget about it. You know, that'll wear off real fast. Yeah. 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 Well, I am doing some traveling. I'm going to Paris soon and then London. So, I'm oh. just, uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm just, um, you know, this month I'm going, so um, I'm excited about that, but, um, oh, well, thank you so much for your great insights, I really do appreciate the time and the um, the insights as well, so thank you again. Yeah, yeah, your homecoming is going to be really thank fun. Thank you for calling. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Bye-bye, good night, good night. All right, have a good night, bye-bye. Oh, what a lovely energy. I love that that vibration. Yeah. I love, um, you know, and even she was like, you know, do you see it in the, soon or a year or, you know, two years or eight years from now? I was like, oh, okay, you're you're open. You're open to, you know, whatever comes through. And I, I love that. And I think that's like I a thing. You know, I had a conversation. What's that? Oh, I, I said I think tandem reads are fun, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. All right, well, let's get on to our next call here. Uh, we're going to go to, again, thank you all for holding patiently. If you are wanting to talk in the queue, just press 1 on your phone. You'll be put into the queue list here. Uh, the next caller is going to be area code 504. 504, you're live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hi, thank you. My name is Debbie, and I'm from Louisiana. Hey. Hi there, Debbie. How can I help Hi. you? Hi. Um, I am, um, 
at a job that I like, but with a, a manager right above me that doesn't like me. And she's making my oh. life really hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would like to get some advice from you. Oh, man, there's that page of wands. <laughs> but really, though. Um, and this, Did it really come up? Case, Did it really? Oh, yeah. I've got a page of wands and a page of cups. Um, I've also got nine of cups. All right. So um, it looks like it looks like uh, your boss, um, you said, like, it's like your direct supervisor. I feel like that's yeah. that page of cups where, where it, it's really like a lot of acting out of um, insecurity um, and sort of moving you into this frustrated place that is just like, I have this vibration off of this reverse page of wands where you're like, this is beneath me. Like, why do I feel like this? Why is she getting under my skin? This is ridiculous. And it's really kind of, it's really kind of producing this feeling where you're, you, you, like your job itself, you have a lot of really good forward going momentum there. You have a lot of good long-term potential there, but this boss is kind of like getting in the way of it and making you kind of question that. But, um, if you kind of, if you hunker down into this job a little bit and you, and, and I wouldn't say exercise defensiveness with her, but just kind of, um, I don't know if you do any kind of visualizations or, or if you have other things that you would do for something like this, but um, just put a sort of layer of, of defense or protection around yourself just from whatever she's doing, because Truly, it doesn't matter that she doesn't like you. If you take the attention off of yourself, mm-hmm. um, then she it, she just won't have anything to to get like kind of get under your skin with. So if if um, if visualizations are your thing, um, I would definitely I do, do that. I do like do mirrors. That. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can but... even use real ones too. Which one? You can even use real mirrors too. Um, you could get oh. get like a, a mirror you can wear as a necklace. She doesn't even need to see it. It doesn't even need to be visible. Um, but oh, just wow. the, so if you if you add that to your mirror shield, it'll definitely just with the intent of it bouncing back. There's another um, there's another visualization that I really like to use in situations like this, and it's where uh, when that person is you know as they say being themselves, um, you kind of just like look at them and shrink them in your mind until they have like a little <laughs> voice. And then you just kind of flick them away with your finger. You're not really being, you know, like a bug. You're not really being malicious. You just are kind of <laughs> making it a little bit absurd so that your own vibration doesn't lower. And it almost okay. always, like, you know, you've gotten good at this visualization when that person goes away about the time you mentally flick them and chuckle to yourself. Yeah. Um, well, she picks um, on the littlest things, and it's just, it's relentless. And you just. Well, she's I'm very just, insecure. But do they she, know it or they don't care? Like the lady above her the, uh, is really nice to me. She's like, don't worry about her. I uh, am watching her, but she is in a different state. So, you know, I'm still well, on the not ground. She's that closely. Well, no, because she she can't. She she right. goes to many different places and has different teams, so not really. No, and I'm constantly 
having to defend myself, which is slowing us down and anything positive, you know? Yeah, I've got that. I've got the reverse wheel of fortune here, which is definitely slowing things down. Um, but that the the person above her, her job is secure, and she doesn't really. As long as things are are still moving smoothly, it kind of she she doesn't really. I don't think it really bothers her that things don't move as fast as they could. I think if it become becomes a chronic problem, she might become. Uh, she she seems like the kind who might you know, sort of take up a a temporary residence in a specific area just to, just to, um, like work-wise, not like moving house, but like work-wise, um, she vibes kind of like a regional management type of thing. Yeah. 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 She's really, she's tough, but she's really fair because I told her I was going to quit and she's like, no, please don't quit. Yeah. She likes you. You've got the star here. She, she really likes you. Um, I like her. I like her too. She's very honest and very um, um, strong, but not in a mean way like the other one. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she's she's kind of she's aware of her of your immediate your immediate one, one who works more closely to you. <clears throat> she's aware of like her misbehavior. But uh-huh. I think she also recognizes that it comes from a place of being insecure. Excuse me. Um, Bless you. And she's uh, and she's kind of trying to give her a chance to settle in and feel a little better. Um, but if it starts becoming a chronic problem, she's going to probably become, you know, a, a, a fixture in your office for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and come and work, work, either work it out or replace her because um, – that reverse wheel of fortune is really showing me a lot. And um, not only that you've been rethinking your, your longevity at this job, but also um, that your, your regional boss has been definitely rethinking your immediate one. I wouldn't say she's on thin ice, but she's on her radar yeah. and, and she really likes you. So if it comes down to choosing between one or the other of you, um, you're pretty much in the bag, but don't use that as like a power play. That's not really information you're supposed to be privy to. So, Right. Yeah, she told me that. But the bad thing is, and she's kind of new, the person above her will kind of protect the bad one. And I'm saying bad one as like a positive and a negative. And he's kind of messy. He's the vice president. Well, he doesn't yeah. really have a lot of. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I I definitely pick up on that the male's energy. That guy, I, I keep feeling like this might be the root of everything. Um, I feel the motivation, and it feels like it's very monetary. I feel an ignorance as far as like other people's feelings and how they're yes. they're vibing, and it feels very much you know very capitalistic right like give give me what i can i'm going to take what i can i'm going to work i'm going to hustle i'm not going to care about other people's feelings and i can feel yeah that kind of energy pervading into the person you know that you're having the issues with when i'm connected what spirit keeps showing me is that this like (laughs) this woman is like a snake like energy and i can almost feel like 
if you're sitting at work, like all of a sudden she's like ending up behind you and you're just like looking around like, yes. oh my gosh, like why are you so, yeah. why are you like infringing on my privacy? Like it feels she weird. Covers. Um, she's not busy enough. Yeah. Oh, she's not. She to and do. I told, she's very lazy. So she lets us work and then takes our work and, and claims it as her own. But I told the lady Saturday, I just, I was already out the door anyway. And I said, look, I'm getting ready to leave, so I'm I'm going to tell you what's really happening and that the other people are afraid of retaliation, so they're scared to tell you. Because we've lost, like, since I've been there in three years, like, at least close to ten people. <laughs> wow. Good people, that too. Really like good issue. people. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't That's know true. if maybe I'm supposed to learn a lesson, like to stand up, which I am, and then if I learn it, am I moving on? Like, you know, well, you know, I, I, I don't know if I feel anything a little bit different, Jennifer, but I just keep being shown what fear keeps showing me is that there's a need to network with friends right now. And it makes me feel I like there too. could be a possible transition for you. But what's really weird is I feel like if you were to leave, uh, I, I feel like you'd of... be able to find something. I, I feel like you'd be able to connect, but I also feel like the other that you know really likes you is going to try and like reach out and get you back so it feels like you're going to have oh, multiple wow. opportunities honestly and I do feel like you're right that this is a lesson for you standing up for yourself but more importantly standing yeah. up for like what is right in general obviously there's an issue going on if all these people are leaving right. you know and, and it, right. it seems to have a, a core root a, a common denominator you know this person right. and these motives and so I feel like you know, it's going to be important for you to ask yourself, do you stand by, you know, what the company represents? Do you believe in their mm, mission? Not you know, really. You... Right. And I think <laughs> well, that matters. Not really. that matters. So what I've got here too, I've also got some, some stuff to back up, you know, the, the networking with friends, but I also have um, just this piece that if you move on from there in a, in a more impulsive way um, that you might kind of bounce from between a few jobs before you finally settle. And it might, it might really kind of be, it might really kind of be a, uh, a sort of, you don't really know where you're going to step until you get there. Um, mm -hmm. And so be, be prepared for that. If you, if you don't kind of calculate your moves, if you do decide you're going to move on, um, you're, you're definitely um, going to be in a bit of uncharted territory where you can't really see yeah. Uh, I don't know, like some, that though. Yeah, I was. I, yeah. I wanted to go to another job. <laughs> yeah. No, I, think, I mean I want to go to something better. Why do I have to go well, from bad things? Calculate your move. Um, definitely, yes. definitely plan it out and and keep your plans to yourself. Uh, don't let it turn into one of those things where you know you're moving on, but you haven't figured out where you're going yet. And you haven't, um, you know, you haven't secured that next one and you're just kind of like, okay, well, I'm leaving. So I don't care what I tell you. Um, and then it turns into <laughs> okay. basically like just complaining incessantly about that lady. Like you don't want to leave, you don't want to leave them with a bad taste in their mouth about you um, because she's going to do that to herself regardless. They're going to, they're right. going to change how they think about her. Um, and that is really only a matter of time. That momentum is very strong. So she's already doing that to herself. You want to make okay. sure if you leave, that you leave squeaky clean and okay. with a good reference and with, 
uh, you know, with all of those good practical things, but you also want to calculate well, that move like and that. don't don't telegraph it. Don't telegraph it. Um, okay. When you leave, let them know why. You know, thank them for the job. You know, all of those little niceties. But you know, um, but definitely, definitely don't do it impulsively because it'll be a bit of a bouncing act. It'll kind of be like you okay. know, pogo jobs for a That's minute. That's what I would do. I was I thinking know, about I that. I was thinking about getting like temp jobs just to get out and be able to like not be attacked. I'm well, attacked. You're a walk or a leap of faith, friend. Just I know I've <laughs> done it before. That's why I'm trying to be smart and calling y'all. <laughs> That's so. the right ever, move. That's the right move. <laughs> if you ever look up uh, the images for this deck, it's Shadowscape, the Knight of Pentacles. He's writing a dragon that is protecting a giant coin. Protect your coins, mama. Protect your coins. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. I suppose if I leave, I wouldn't be protecting them, you know? Well, it's right. it's, it's on how you leave. It's in how you leave. Yeah. Um, if you want to leave, there's nothing, there's nothing in here. Like, like, listen, our, our paths shift um, with all of the decisions that we make, great and small. But it's how we make those decisions that can shift them in a way that we prefer or not. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if you, if you, you know, fancy up that resume and you start sending it out, um, don't telegraph that move, you know, not until you've got one in the bag. Don't, you know, don't raise a bunch of heck with that regional manager that likes you so much. Uh, when it comes, you know, time to move on, like ask her if she'll be a reference for you. Um, okay. You know, because it's, if she really likes you, I've got some really great vibes around here for her. She really, really likes you and she doesn't want to see you leave. But I don't think that she would do you dirty if you used her as a reference. Right. She would have a lot of really great things to say about you. And she's very, she, she has a lot of really kind energy. Um, but definitely, yeah. if you leave, don't do the tent thing. It doesn't have good energy around that path. I mean, I can't tell you what to do. You're going to, you know, use, use oh, you your own good sense thing. and all that. Yeah. But it doesn't, okay. you got, that is a leap of faith. That is. No, I, I don't want to. to. the other. Right. But she's, um, you know, she's kind of vicious. Like, my car's been uh, scratched. Like, she, you oh, know, she no. said she. She put her, yeah, she broke into my coworker's phone and she got a photo and I told the lady, I said, look, we have photos, you know, we never told y'all of her breaking into this girl's phone. And she's like, who is this girl? I'm like, I'm one of the many people that have left. She didn't even know this one. And I was just like, I just told her everything. And I was shocked that she listened. I'm just afraid that the guy above her is gonna I don't want her to get in trouble for exposing the truth which I don't think he wants to hear I, don't. I think he just really doesn't care he wants the people below him to to deal with it and that's really all he's gonna do yeah that's really all he's gonna yeah. do he's not the guy who's ever gonna he's not gonna show up to any of these places really unless it's just to kind of like do his obligatory walk through like he okay. he has no interest in, in dealing with any of that stuff. He's just okay. going to call his, he's just going to call the lady who really likes you to come and deal with it or other people okay. like her are on that level. So that's all okay. he cares about. He is there to collect his checks. 
That okay. is what he's there for. So um, he doesn't have good energy. <laughs> yeah, he's not he there does. to work hard. <laughs> no, he is. Uh, yeah, he's not funny. there to manage personalities either. Oh yeah, like, you he's... get a complaint. There's HR. You've got managers. Why are you calling me? This is not my job. What is his job? Collect that check. That's his job. That's what he's there for. Yeah, but why does he listen to the crazy one? He listens. She. That I don't understand. I think she thinks he listens to her, but he's not really exerting anything. He's just, I think, honestly, and I know that I know how this sounds. I think he really just likes the drama of it all. Like he doesn't have to actually do anything. He's just, he's just enjoying stirring the pot and smelling the drama. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's super problematic for you. Yeah, he's kind of messy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you move on, definitely be calculated about it, but you're not going to miss him. Okay, yeah, Yeah, definitely definitely not. Be networking, you know, with the people now. Make sure you have things lined up. He's bored. Okay, okay. I will try. I mean, I don't want to leave, but I almost did today. So, okay. (laughs) Hang in yeah, there. Don't, Just don't do your networking now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait for that. Wait for that. You know, f you. I'm on my way out. <laughs> Until you have talk yeah. lined up. Talk, okay. with, talk with your friends and and wait out the Mercury retrograde. This is not the greatest time to be looking for a new job. It is a good time to fancy up your resume. It's a good time to maybe like get that new uh, interview outfit or something. It's a good time to prepare. Um, but, and it's definitely a good time to practice that shrink and, and flick thing that, that visualization that gave you, that is like my favorite thing. Cause the thing is, if I can make myself laugh, no one can get under my skin. Okay. And, and I feel like most of us are like that. So, um, I mean, not to make big broad sweeping generalizations, but I think the majority of us are that way. So if we can turn something really aggravating into something that's kind of absurd and makes us laugh um, I like it then it definitely defends us from from you know having our own vibration lowered significantly but when okay. you get really good at it you'll know because when you mentally flick them they'll walk away they'll go away or something will distract them <laughs> it's really incredible it. how it works okay <laughs> it's, it's amazing okay <laughs> thank y'all so awesome. much you're, You're right on. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Awesome. Good night. Good night. Good night. Yeah, those are tough situations, you know, when you are uh, dealing with other people's energy that can be so draining, especially at work or family or friends, you know, and there's not always a direct out. Oof, that is. People who are but that's good advice. By drama, make the worst supervisors. Oof. Yes. Oh. You can say that louder for the people in the back. <laughs> Hopefully there's an advisor <laughs> or a supervisor listening they in. They should not be in charge of anything. They should not be in charge of anything. It's not what it's about, God, right? Just, it's about facilitating energy in the right way and moving yeah, people where they I should just, be going. I have this energy of that guy just kind of standing over a big pot with a smug look on his face, just stirring it up and stirring <laughs> it up and spilling it everywhere and stirring it up. And I'm just like, oh, who put you in charge? 
<laughs> it was such a tough environment to be around. Yeah. That's why, you know, you can't you can't save yourself. You know, you gotta make sure that you have all that stuff lined up before you make your big dramatic exit if you wanna make it dramatic yeah. and gosh, she's you know, so ready to raise truth. foot, bless her. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh. Hang in there, I've, Debbie. I've done that Hang a few in times. there. <laughs> I don't know. That, that seems so I've... Aries. It really is. It really is. It's definitely super Aries. I have rage quit a couple of jobs. <laughs> I, I might not have made a grand entrance, but I sure made an exit. <laughs> Ooh, hey. Sometimes it's good it's to be remembered, you vibration. know, in some way. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, well, just, it's a really familiar vibration because, I mean, I just, I am just, I am allergic to being where I don't want to be or being where I'm not wanted. Both of those things, like it just, it makes me itch. I just, <laughs> I can't do it. It's tough, definitely. Got to have some kind of tenacity or, or ignorance even sometimes, you know, to ignore what's going on around you. Oh, well, gosh, we might be running right? out of time here. So what I want to do is for those of you that are listening in, if you want to get a chance to talk with us or just listen to the rest of the show, uh, just go ahead and call into the line 347-308-8788. If you do want to speak with us, press the number one on your keypad. If not, you can just hang out and listen to the rest of the show. Uh, But before we get live off air, because we'll probably go off air while we're speaking with another caller, um, I want to give everyone a chance uh, to figure out where people can find you, Jennifer. Where can they get in touch with you if they want to get in contact with you? Um, I have a Facebook business page. It's the uh, it's facebook.com slash the pale tarot. It's not fancy. I don't have a social media manager. It just, you know, like it's plain and simple. Um, you can also email me uh, at uh, the pale tarot at gmail.com. Awesome. So if you guys are interested, be sure to get in touch with her um, and she'll be able to guide you where you need to go if you would like to work with Jennifer. All right. It would be my pleasure. Awesome. Well, we'll take a couple more calls here. I know our next one will probably go off air with you and maybe take like one more after that. Uh, So let's go to our next one here. That's going to be area code. Again, thank you all for holding patiently. Uh, It's going to be 720. 720, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Hi, this is Randy from Colorado. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, It's funny how you said you have quit many jobs due to rage, but just not liking the job. But I'm also going through like a situation with this job, but I need the I need the money. (laughs) I apply to another job, and I'm hoping to get that one. But I am so unhappy in this current job, and I don't know what to do. (laughs) Um. Well, I've definitely got. I've definitely got kind of a situation here where like this job is really interfering with your, with your emotional authority and with your ability to just really like, just have a good feeling. Um, And you kind of need a bit of a rescue. It looks like Um, I would, I I don't have any friends really present here, um, but I do have some energies that would really like to be activated and it seems like they all kind of tie in with personal relationships. So I would definitely, I would definitely talk to 
uh, maybe friends and people in your community that you have, you know, a good bond with, um, just to kind of see what else is out there. Um, and, and in a, in a really kind of personal sort of way, do things that make you feel good, you know, in your body and your feelings in the meantime, um, just while you, while you look for a new one and also while you connect with other people, um, I wouldn't make any kind of like, you know, public announcement because I've got, I've got some, some ambush kind of vibes there. Um, and you don't really want to deal with that from other people. So, um, and you also don't want to be, you know, silenced by other people when you're already kind of struggling with this job. It really like, like if I was going to apply like kind of a one-liner sort of vibration to this job, it feels pretty soul sucking. Is that, is that pretty, pretty on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm it's miserable. Really... I don't, I don't really want to get up and go to work in the morning, but oh, I, I do want to go worst. because I need the money and I'm, yeah. I'm so do. thankful that I have a job. But you've kind of, you've got somebody kind of moving into your energy that does have a really great out for you um, and a job that is definitely, um, this isn't really like a, a, you know, a vibe that I would apply to a lot of jobs, but it's kind of got like this soothing effect on your whole life where like, oh, this is so much better. Um, it's not like, you know, I don't have a lot of excitement there, but it, I see that it does, the, the, this next job um, has this sort of effect on, on your general well-being where you can kind of give yourself some rest and like recover from how much you really hate the one you have right now. So that is incoming and it is tied to a person. Um, it looks very, it looks very sort of, um, well, not sort of, it looks like it, um, someone in your soul group, um, you've got a person in your soul group that is going to definitely lead you into a better um, occupation. It could be, you know, maybe like kindred or soul family who is going to have a really amazing job opportunity for you. Again, this is not like a jumping for joy kind of vibe. It's like a, oh God, this is such a relief. Um, and mm-hmm. and I've got some... Um, I've got some energy around that that is you've got luck, you've got security, you have kind of um, some really restorative energy. Um, so that job is incoming. Um, and I keep getting this vibe of six, so six weeks, six months. I don't think it's going to be six months. But if you're um, probably, if you're getting prepared during um, Mercury retrograde, it might be a very quick transition after that. Okay. Because it, it seems like you are going to, by the time springtime comes, um, you're going to already have been there for some time. So I can't see exactly when it's really going to start shifting for you, but I do have... Um, some really good, like, you know, you're going to kind of wake up with the spring, like that relief is going to be there and, and you're going to be very established at that time. Do you see me having a job? I have to piggyback. Oh, yes. I was just curious. I'm I'm not going to get let go from this job. I just want to keep this job until I can find something else. Do you see me like being Mm -hmm. able to like there. Like, no, I don't, I don't think I don't want to get fired. Get let go. 
I don't think you'll get let go. I do have, I do have a lot of need for change for you. So you're really not a vibrational match there, but I don't think Mm -hmm. that they're going to let you go. I think this is going to be you, um, you moving yourself into some more aligned, uh, some more aligned territory in in your work, workplace. Yeah. That's real relief. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I totally am in agreement here, you know, with, everything that Jennifer has picked up on. I feel the drain. I feel that it's, you know, not a space of you being in balance. I don't feel like you're going to be there. Um, like this is going to be the job that you have to be stuck with. Um, and then specifically when Jennifer is talking about connecting with someone in a soul group, what spirit keeps showing me is that there is a strong social bond that is going to be the kind of outlet for the next job that you're going to be able to get so right in line with everything that i'm feeling here 100 percent um so i think it's pretty safe to say randy that you're not going to be forced to be stuck here um but this is definitely a calling for you to find you know something that does resonate more with your own energy and i think with that being said taking this time right now to get back into touch, you know, with you and how, you know, you vibrate, how, you know, the environment that you really want to be around and what feels best for you. I think that's going to be a, a really beneficial thing for you uh, to kind of imbibe yourself with. Specifically, the energy that I keep feeling with the job that is coming, Spirit just keeps showing me over and over again that has to do with like security, foundation, and mm-hmm. it almost gives me this feeling of like homes or houses. Uh, something mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't know. It, it, it kind of feels like a broad stroke, you know, if you were to talk about houses, cause that could be real estate, that could be investing, you know, that could be all sorts of things, but specifically they just keep giving me this feeling of you going in a transition and, and the way that your jobs reflect into your life directly relates to how you're feeling. And so right now this one feels like it's unbalanced. It's, it's, Uh, kind of up in the air you're in limbo all the time it is an energy drain and the more that you I I really feel there's a direct correlation between the more that you feel more defined and secure with your own self the more it gets to be reflected in the work that you get to do so it feels like a direct reflection um, and it feels like this is such an important time for you you know to be very very clear and what you actually want to invest your energy into. Also, investment really feels like a strong word as well. Keep that in mind, um, in the back of your mind there. So It definitely goes along with some of that luck energy that I saw too. It's just like some very big, like um, <clears throat> that, that person in her soul group also uh, really vibes like a masculine. Um, so, you know, you have a lot of that big sun energy there. And, and hey, do you mind if I ask you a kind of personal question? Sure. Um, are you having like neck pain from all of this stress? Cause if you are, I'm kind of feeling it. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I've it, had, I've had neck pain before, like I've had back pain and neck pain, but, um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, tomorrow I woke up with, <laughs> with my neck hurting right now. It's not, but I, today was a okay. really hard, hard day. Cause I had a, like, like a, um, it was an interaction with my coworker, and it did not go well. Oh no! <laughs> like well, hour. I don't want to put the idea so, in your head, stress. but if you, start to, <laughs> if you start to feel some of that, 
Um, go get a massage if you can, or even just, you know, go to the mall and, and if you have one close by, if they, if they do that at your mall and just go do that okay. thing, just do something uh, to alleviate that. Cause it kind of just, it kind of, like no, no, don't be, don't sorry. be, don't be. This is, and this is what I do. And I've, I've got, I've got this on my end. I'm okay. good. Um, okay. But just make sure when that, that sort of thing starts to set in um, to, to do something about it. Don't just, you know, don't just let it, don't let it linger too long. Don't let it take up permanent residence. You know what I mean? That's your body. It doesn't belong mm-hmm. to that stress. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking my call even after, you know, you the show has ended. So thank you. Oh, no, it's a pleasure. You're very welcome. Thank you, Randy. Thank okay, you for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. You know, it's just like the last caller, and that seems to be a theme between the two. <clears throat> this is your, this is your, your, your time to start looking, you know, your time to start being aware of what's mm-hmm. going on outside of the current space that you're at. I know it's tough sometimes, you know, so like be focused on work and then to go and look out for other jobs. But luckily, you know, we can do that right on our phones now. You know, we can do it right on yeah, our phones, start looking and getting out Technology there and just, you know, it is when it works. It's absolutely amazing. Um, so I think, you know, that's the, the same similar vibe, you know, that kind of has to happen. All right, what do you think, uh, Jennifer? You think we can do one more here? If you've got one more waiting, I'm I'm totally down with that. <clears throat> all right, let's do one last call again. Thank you all for holding patiently. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're going to take our last caller here, which is going to be area code 216. 216, you're live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Hello, my name is Sharon. I'm calling from Ohio. Hi. Oh, hey, Sharon. Hi, guys. It seems to be the <laughs> theme of the night, employment, for some reason. I have the same question. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Isn't it funny? It's, I know. Always works that way. Always does. My personal life is fine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I do have a, I do have a life birds question, of the feather, okay? Right? Yeah, isn't, isn't that the truth? Um, I was laid off from my job. My last day, the contract ended on Thursday. Oh, my goodness. I'm just really worried, you know, with finances and everything. Do you see me getting an offer soon? At least, I hope, by the end of the year, Christmas, Thanksgiving. I know it's so hard now. Um, I thought right, so that girl you talked to, how she got sorry, a what? hard time, her boss. I went through the same thing as what that girl you were talking to earlier. Her boss was nasty to her. I, I went, oh, yeah, I went yeah. through the same thing, by the way. That's why I'm saying it. You get the same callers. It's so weird. Well, I mean, uh-huh. I've kind of noticed that a lot um, in some of the work I do. I kind of get a lot of folks kind of having Bigger similar people. issues, and I notice it yeah. sort of collectively. Um, like, uh, lately, I've had a couple of local clients that I've been um, sort of helping um, give them – both like just practical advice, but um, additionally, yeah. just that energetic support to leave their nine to five and kind of branch out on their own and start their own yeah. thing. And I'm, I have one of them. I'm so proud of her. She started, um, she started her own line of kind of just like uh, bath and ambiance products. 
and she's already doing quite well. I would definitely say uh, for streaks of beginner's luck, she's doing exceptionally well. But right here for you, I've definitely, I've definitely got in the cards here um, how your present job makes you feel. But I also have, um, and you kind of got a similar thing as our last car. I don't know if you were listening um, while you were waiting in the queue. Okay, well, you've got a person too. Um, I don't see necessarily how they connect. Um, so I, I can't confirm or deny presently whether they're, you know, soul group or not, but they're definitely influential and definitely, um, definitely know their, their money business, so to speak. So, um, and I've also Are you talking got about someone that I'm going to offer. Is this going to be someone that offers me a job? You mean? I think so. Yeah. It's really how this is vibing to me. Um, especially because in your present situation, I've got this like this sort of lost and, and almost trapped kind of feeling um, next to this like really heavy desire for just some kind of aid um, where the last caller, she really wanted uh, or not wanted, but just really had need for um, something to just sort of swoop in and save her. Um, and she, she's, she's going to get that in a manner of speaking um, but here I've got that you have, there's, there's this person who's going to definitely uh, be offering you some kind of job um, or pointing you in that direction, most certainly. And they, uh, okay. and then you're going to have some really great divine elevation, uh, sort of some divine support, some unseen support, um, sort of in your, your spirit realm that is going to, uh, when that person kind of initiates that, you'll have that, that that aid there and then you just kind of get to nice people at a job you mean <laughs> different different a new job definitely new job this is movement this is movement this is you know definitely going somewhere else um uh and and the the result here is definitely leaving behind all of the issues that you're currently dealing with so you know <clears throat> you know jobs are like shoes if you don't like them or they're uncomfortable just change them isn't that um, the truth? I know, I know, and I, <laughs> I, if I would have stayed there, I would end up probably with PTSD sitting on the couch oh, when no. I retire, getting fat. I'm just teasing. You, I can't <laughs> sit there. I gotta make a joke. I can't, you know what I mean? Obsess over it, get upset. Do you feel this is gonna come soon? I know timing is hard to do. You're not God. I, it I know feels, that. it feels like winter time, so it might be around December, um, maybe mid December. Um, right before right before the holidays where things start really changing um, and shifting into that path and you are going to have um, you are going to have a new job coming in but you also are going to probably have some education you're going to want to jump on um, whether it be certifications or or you know going back to school in some way Um, and that's going to kick start probably next summer middle middle late to next summer Okay, do you feel that it'll start the interviewing process in the next couple, few weeks? Oh, my God. I'm so worried about finances. I have a mortgage. Um, I usually point people away from that sort of thing during a Mercury retrograde because that almost always adds some sabotaging energy to the beginning of the job. I know there's always exceptions, um, but I I don't see them very often. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, hold out, hold out. Get like I like I said in the last couple of readings, get prepared during the retrograde. Um because uh if this is if this new job is going to be kind of moving, you're going to be moving in that direction um, you know, middle of December, then that means that you're going to be prepared come the middle of November. Um so I would uh I would say I would say maybe start interviewing um, towards the end of November. Yeah. It usually start takes looking about now, interviewing in a couple of weeks. Yep. From the interviewing process to the start date, it usually takes between six to eight weeks. I know the type of business I do, but you, oh, okay. I, I cannot tell you, I feel so much. It does. It, it, at the least probably six weeks, the background check, it just takes a while Two interviews, but you made me feel so much better tonight. I can't even tell you. I'm so, you know, I'm antsy. I, I can't sleep. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're going to have a male boss, too, at your next one. Um, oh. Male boss. Male boss. So that way you kind of know what you're looking for. Okay. There's one thing I just want to add to this. I'm kind of in total agreement here. I feel like yeah. uh, end of November, that's when you're going to be able to, to do the whole interview process. Um, and I'm in agreement with December that you'll be able to see that movement. The one thing that I keep seeing, though, is it's this vision over and over. I just keep being shown like a key like next to or on a building for whatever reason. It feels oh, like oh. I just oh my keep God, seeing you guys, this I, I over and over. Chills. I don't want to even go into what you just said. I just sent a ton. Oh my God. That's I'm so hideously curious right now, but I just sent a ton. It's called, it's a bank. And I'll tell you, that's the first word. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? I think I might have had I'm a, not kidding you. I might have that's, had an account at that bank. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> stuff, I know. They're all over. They're all over. Yeah. I, but that is so I kept funny. I that over and over again. If I get an interview, I, and you know what makes me sick is when I took this job that I'm at, I got an offer from that bank, and I turned it down for the one that I just got. I, you learn, let's move. I'm just saying there was a reason why I did it. Now, who knows why, but just to let you know that. Wow. Well, that feels pretty, pretty solid that I keep seeing that over and over again. Is that like your realm of work? Like is that some, somewhere that you would even end Banking up? Oh, well, obviously you just insurance. said yeah. Mutual funds, stuff like that, yeah. Wow. Investments. How's that? Investments. Oh, okay. okay. So when I said, you know, uh, mid to late December for that new job, you knew exactly when you were going to have interviews. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah, I do the administrative, not the sales. But, yes, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I keep seeing, like, a tower almost. Like, it's – I don't know. I, I just keep seeing that over and over again. So hopefully it means something exactly and you'll be able is. to – Apply the it's a huge tower. There's 32 floors. Wow. Oh my God. If <laughs> yeah. that happens, I, if you, I, I'm not kidding. I mean, that would be crazy. <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so. Um, I, I, I think, think, I think that's about all, all I've got that, that is, that's good for recording for people to listen. Yeah. Thank you That's so much. kind of the trouble with shadow work is that, you know, I'm not trying to spill everyone's tea, but I hope you really enjoy this new job. Be careful. You've got a few younger employees that you'll be working alongside and they're okay, but their anxiety definitely gets the better of them. I think they're probably millennials. 
I'm a millennial, yeah. so I can't really talk a lot of crap, but you've got to, <laughs> You've got some coworkers who you're going to have to just see past that and just like understand that they're basically just shaky chihuahuas. <laughs> and that's where um, you sound young too. I'm <laughs> 30. Oh, okay, you're, you're young. Um, I see what I'm yeah. 35. It's hard for you to oh, understand. Yeah. I know that now when you turn 35, that's when I think you really know life. I know it sounds weird. You'll understand. <laughs> I think I'm just now starting to kind of figure things sense. out a little bit. It's like I, I figured out things that weren't useful, and now I'm starting to figure out those things that are. <laughs> but just look out for those younger uh, coworkers. They're okay. You're just going to have to see through their uh, I know. their anxiety. Exactly. They're very Climbing emotional. The They're I know. Very I got emotional. it. Thank you, both of you. You made me feel so much better. It's my pleasure. Well, that's what I do. Well, thank you, Sharon. Good luck. Keep us keep us posted. Keep us up to date. We'll, we'll be yeah, here. Yeah, have a good evening. Right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. All right, Jennifer. Did it. What great meeting. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, Again, thank you for, for being here. Um, I just want to remind everyone, you know, you can connect with Jennifer on her Facebook page, The Pale Crow Tarot. You can see that here um, in the, the show description uh, or go to facebook.com uh, slash, and it's The Pale Crow Tarot, right? Yeah, The Pale Crow Tarot. Awesome. awesome. Uh, that's the URL. I've got a you can... YouTube channel I'm working on, but it's... Um... It's still just kind of a baby YouTube channel just now. <laughs> Where can they find that? Uh, YouTube, Pale Crow Tarot. Just take the the off. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I think awesome. it's well, again, one video on it, and it's not even complete. So, <laughs> you know, again, no social media manager. I'm just, you know, a one-lady operation. Um, <laughs> A very simple. I've got, I've got, you know, kind of some collective Scorpio energies for uh, November, and that's what I, that's what I'm working with right now. I'm gonna get everybody else's up uh, tomorrow, the next day. Very nice. Well, I have just one more question for you, Jennifer. Groovy. What, what is your personal mission with the work that you do? Why do you do this? Um, I mean, in the selfish terms probably because it helps me figure out how to help myself it helps me um, heal my own self it helps me work out my own karma and my own um, my own you know personal sort of thing but I also do you know I get I get a good amount of satisfaction and fulfillment out of helping other people and that's why you know I put up with those ebbs and flows in business, you know, because ultimately, um, you know, it, 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 it is a pretty cool thing to be able to help people in, in a way that, you know, you can't just usually walk into an office and be like, hey, uh, you know, can I get an appointment with, you know, Dr. Tarot, you know? <laughs> like, there are definitely readers who read in, like, you know, metaphysical shops and, and bookstores and stuff, but, um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like we're all kind of uniquely qualified to help the people who come to us. And, um, and 
is there's there's kind of a magnetism there uh, between the people who are kind of just offering that help and and that point in the right direction or a resource for how to help yourself and um, and it's nice to be a part of that instead of on the other side the way I used to be. Um, I don't know. I get I get a lot out of it, and and truly, I I think that you know the mechanics, like the metaphysical mechanics, are really fascinating. Um, and so and I and I really love to learn about all of that stuff. So, um, you know, doing what I do definitely kind of satisfies that like thirst for knowledge in a grand sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you sharing your knowledge here, sharing your connections, being here, learning, you know, teaching and, and giving all you can. So thank you again for being here. It's a pleasure. So, if you want to connect with Jennifer, again, the Pale Crow Tarot uh, is the way to do it. If you want to connect with me, you can reach me at thedreamteacher.com. Uh, there you can set up appointments, get in touch with me, contact me if you need to, uh, stay up to date on what's happening here. So thank you all again for tuning in, past, present, and future listeners. I appreciate all of you uh, that have taken time to be here. Stay tuned in to the next episodes. Um, what, you, what you can do is if you want, you can listen to the archives on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes Podcasts. Uh, you can download them, subscribe, or subscribe here on the channel here on Blog Talk Radio. Hit that subscribe button, and it will allow you to stay up to date on the future shows that are coming out so you can get in line on the queue, get your next chance at getting a reading. So thank you again all uh, for being here, uh, and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thank you, everyone. Be well. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.